Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Root beer, also okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. to Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, baby. I'm Chewy. I'm Ian. That's, a, that's <laughs> like somebody who's been in a terrible accident saying my name, which is, which is Ian, by the way, if you're a first-time listener. Um, yeah, I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. Hello. I'm um, Chewy. And I'm Ian. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. 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 What's up? Hi. 
Hi. Everybody, how are you? Today? Uh, how are you all doing today? Um, wow, really? They said that? That's weird. Yeah. It doesn't seem like Billy. Are you sure? You know, maybe you should talk to Billy. All right, all right, cool. That's a weird way to start the fucking episode. <laughs> let's let's fucking. So this is a show. Yes, this is the show. Um, so this is a show uh, called Stuff and Things, where my buddy Chewy and I, um, Ian, we are both buddies, and we yeah. just hey decide to get together every week. And especially, it's a lot. It's going to be a different show now, I think, because now uh, I, I have a different job. Usually, Chewy and I would see each other every single day at work, yeah. and now we both have different jobs, which is interesting because this is going to be a new dynamic. We've not we we, we always knew this day would come. Yeah. We didn't know it would come so soon. Yeah, all over my tits. <laughs> I mean, I still can't talk about shit from work. No, no, no. But the idea yeah. is that we haven't seen each other, so it makes the show a little more special. We see each other a little bit, but we well, don't talk as much as we used to. We see each other when we're not at work. So the only time we don't see each other is when we're at work, where arguably nothing terribly exciting happens anyway. So, yep. Yeah. That's that's the way of the world now. Yeah, that's how it be. Anyway, so, Stuff and Things, the podcast. Um... So there are a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you like what we do. By the way, all you sat cats, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, hello, welcome. Sit down. Sit a spell, won't you? Sit a spell and listen to me. Better hurry because we got feedback. The show doesn't start fast enough. So for you lickety splits out there, better get on this. You can lick my split. Fuck yeah! Watch out! What if there's some chocolate ice cream there? If a girl said that to you, like, you just lick my split, you'd be like, what? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I what feel that like is. <clears throat> I would instinctively go for the front because I feel like that's what they would be talking about. But there's that part of me that would think, like, what if they mean the butt? And then what if by licking them in the front, they're like, I said my split. What if they called the lady bits, lick my front butt? <laughs> front butt? What? I'm Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outrageous. <laughs> I call it a front butt. <laughs> Aren't I hilarious? All the boys love me. All the boys love me. Let's do shots. <laughs> um, Jenny, you should just be yourself. What are you talking about? This is the real me. It is me. I am. Don't. I'm at a strip club and it's fun. Woo! See, I'm fun. Woo! <laughs> Jenny, you don't have to impress Jenny, anybody. I seen you. I saw. We already think you're cool. Jenny, I saw you at your poetry class when <laughs> you read that poem that you wrote about how you feel empty inside it was beautiful it was haunting i mean the part of me that wants to cut myself connects with you i feel for you i think that's the real you deep underneath what do you say to that jello shots <laughs> all right okay. jenny hey anyway so there's a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you like what we do way number one is through our website stuff and what you can do there if you like what what are you looking about? i'm just thinking about jenny now <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> What's her number? Do you know how to reach out to her? Uh, eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, two? No. Oh. Nye. Ein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do business. Anyway, so the business. Uh, so you can reach out to our website, uh, stuffandthingspodcast.com. Uh, uh, there's a lot of things you could do there on the sidebar. It's a Tumblr site, firstly, so you can follow us on Tumblr and get updates when we do neat stuff like podcast. Um, and you can, so, yeah, you can also get <laughs> like podcast. new episodes when they come out if you like using iTunes as your podcasting platform. Uh, you can also uh, subscribe to us on social media websites. There's a lot of social media there on the side. Yeah. Uh, way number one is, of course, through Twitter. We do have a Twitter account, at uh, satpodcast on Twitter. We also use that same username on Instagram. Uh, if you'd like, you can also reach out to us individually on Twitter for me, Ian, it's at iRich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. And for Chewy, it's at Chupacabra. C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. Uh, you can also reach out to us uh, excuse me, <clears throat> via our, our Facebook page. We do a Facebook page and give us a thumbs up on. Facebook. Uh, Facebook. And you can also reach out to us um, via uh, email if you like the old school way, the, the, the best way to communicate if you ask me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Well, there's more. You could do as many characters as you want. That's true. Um, you can uh, reach out to us that way at Stuff and Things Podcast. You can at take your time and make sure that all of your uh, finally, all your words are sharpened. 
perfectly yeah. to pierce our hearts. <laughs> you can all you can reach out to us at stephanthingspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, check out some of the other shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. There you go. So, Chewy, lots been happening. I started my new job this week. Okay. So it's going yes, well. That's true. It's, it's 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 going well. People have been asking me a lot, like, "How's how's Ian? Is he is he okay?" <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, think he, gonna he, he just started a new job. I mean, or people are like people have been asking me too. Does like, he have are, AIDS? Are, are like you, that's what it seems gonna, like. Is he is he? So is, are you guys not going to live together anymore? I'm like, uh, like you're well, the job as if the job is just like I don't know a 20 minute drive. So probably. Like we're still we're still gonna live together. That's fine. <laughs> like I, I don't know. A, a lot of people. Do you are hate concerned. each other now? A lot of people are concerned. Really? I, I guess. And I'm well, I'm like, here to tell you. They asked somebody asked me, "Are you guys still gonna do the podcast?" I'm like, yeah. "What do you do? You think I'm like I'm not moving to freaking you know Columbus, Ohio? I'm <laughs> still living in the pole. same spot." <laughs> well, I, I thought of a weird place that people would think they could they can never do the podcast oh, from man, there. Man, so if you're from Columbus and you're listening to us. Let me know how we can do the podcast from there. I'm interested in moving to your fine city for work. Moving there. Just kidding. Um, so no, yeah, the podcast will continue. Of course, uh, all the podcasts will continue. Much like Celine Dion's heart, I feel like even, it will go. It on will go on and on and on and on. No, no, that's more like 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 Journey. Oh yeah, the movie true. never ends. The it movie, goes on yeah. and, and on and, and on, on and on. And on and podcasts <laughs> put in people talking now on Wait, the podcast. Pudding? <laughs> putting people putting people talking on the internet. I thought it was like pudding we mm, eat while podcast, we talk. Ah, time for uh, some of the good old podcast pudding. Podcast pudding. pudding. Yeah. Mm. I was thinking. America's favorite. I was thinking in the beginning when we were doing all this stuff. I'm like, what if we did an episode where all we did was a one-sided conversation like into the microphone as if you and I were talking to someone and responding to someone, but we don't have anyone else here. And we just kind of like build the story that neither of us hears. Like we don't talk about it. We're just constantly reacting to what they're saying. That'd be a weird fucking episode. What we do is we just need to record some, we need to have somebody in a separate room in our house yeah. and we record them talking okay. But like we make it make Matt do it. Like we pull the microphones yeah. all the way into Matt's room, so okay. we can hear Matt as we're recording. But what we do is when we release the episode, we delete Matt's track, and no, you can't I, hear his I, voice. I like it better when we don't even hear someone. So it's like you know, I'll be like, "Hey, Bill, how's it going?" And then you got to reply to what he says. But we don't. I don't tell you what he says, and you don't tell me what he says. So you just reply. Well, to me. I feel like the only way we could do this then and pull this off is if like I just record an episode of me going like. So let me read you this news story, and I read it, and I go, so what do you think of that? And you just hopefully guess the amount of time. <laughs> well, I think it's great. Well, you know, it's some really good insight, Chewy. It's really funny about, like, did you think that the dinosaurs were as funny as I did? Uh, <laughs> there weren't really any dinosaurs in the story. I know, right? Wasn't that weird what I just said? <laughs> we'll figure it out. We got to we'll try it. We'll out. do two episodes, one where you pre-record an episode and I react to it. <laughs> And a second one where I pre-record well, an episode. That way, you know, for people when they're like driving in their car alone, they can feel like they've got a like a car buddy, and they could talk to them. They would be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And they'll be like, "Oh, it's going good. I'm just like, you know, driving home from work. Wow, that's great." And just cut them off constantly. I hear you're great, Jennifer. <laughs> I hear you're great, Jenny. I hear yeah, you're great, great. Stephen. <laughs> I'm one of the guys, Jenny. Jenny's got to be this character that just like pops in the studio. My daughter, here. my daughter, she's a party. Animal. She's a, she inspired a new character I created. Party animal. <laughs> she's, she's out on the prowl. She's party animal. Wait, no, wait a minute. I mean, part, she she likes she's like she's party. Part, she's part of a bunch of animals that start with the letter E. Elephant, party animal, eel, elk. Those are all the ones I think of. Emu. Yo, that's another good one. Thanks, other me. <laughs> What's another fucking... <laughs> I'm out of ideas. I don't know, but they all start with E. So there you go. Party animal. She's, but she's also part human. Her, her hair could be green. Which is an something. H animal. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she could have green hair and have a, have a red solo cup. 
And it has a name on it, though, so that way it's never going to be uh, tampered with and she can always be safe. Her only weakness is if she leaves her, leaves her cup unattended, but then she knows better. She doesn't drink from the cup and instead pulls a new one from the sleeve. <laughs> she carries Dear a Lord. sleeve. Um, so speaking, <laughs> speaking of, of young ladies and students and college students specifically, I have a story here. I think I found your wife. Really? I think I found her. I, you, hear, two, you hear that, these, I have two, ladies? You waited too long. Ian has found me a wife. Well, I'm going to show you her picture. I'm going to zoom in and tell you. Could tell me if you think that she is she is suitable to you. I think she would. I, think I she feel like party animal. For what I'm about to tell you, wears sunglasses and kind of looks like a hyena. What I'm about to tell you, I think that this is pretty. Oh, all she, right. Can you? There we go. All right. Yeah. She's, she's cute, right? She's attractive in the face region. Yeah, I like she is. that. She is. Um. So her name is Kate uh, Kate Archibald. Is okay. Uh, and sh- this story comes to us from The Telegraph. It's a, a UK website. Yeah. Because <clears> they <throat> still use outdated forms of communication over there. Um, so I have... Um, That's how our podcast is transmitted to the UK via Telegraph. So I think I found your wife. Line I, w- I, won't, line, I won't read the title. Stops. <laughs> I won't read the title until... Because uh, and, and, it's going to give away the punchline. Okay. <clears throat> I bear the lead. All right. A student who couldn't understand why she was piling on the pounds discovered she had a hidden medical disorder that left her doing what? I'll give you one guess. <sighs> that left her, do- like, so her medical condition caused her to do something? Yeah, her, she had a medical disorder, which was that she did this. She did. And caused her to pack on pounds. Eat? Yes. Okay. Uncontrollable, uh, uncontrollably? Sort of. During okay. what sort of of body state? During what sort of body state? Yeah. While asleep. Yes. Okay, cool. She All uh, right. left All and right. she ate her sleep. Most nights, Kate Archibald gets up from bed and sleepwalks into the kitchen where she grabs armfuls of any food she can find. Oh, man. <laughs> she then takes it back to bed and eats it without realizing. Oh, my God. That's awesome. In the morning. How does she How does she know? Does she like wake up and there's In the morning, or? the 20-year-old wakes up feeling full with up to dozens of wrappers stuffed behind her bed. <laughs> she like shame hides them. She, she like, she's like stretching in the morning. She's like, mm-hmm. which reminds me of a, a fun story. And then like feels like crinkly wrappers behind her. She's like, what the, f- what the fuck is, what the fuck is this, mate? That reminds me of a fun story that I remember from my childhood. Yeah. Which is that my parents told me this when I was Did a you sleepy? Kid. No, of course. Oh. Um, so when I was a kid, for some reason, I don't know if I did it in my sleep or if yeah. I just did it because I was a kid. I don't remember because I was too young. But apparently behind by my bed, uh-huh. this is going to make all the ladies swoon. You ready? Okay. By my bed. So my bed was against the wall. Uh-huh. Apparently, uh-huh. I had a booger wall. Oh, <laughs> booger wall. <laughs> so I just go like, nope. On the wall. I was, I make, was, I was making a flicker, a, dude. I'm a, I'm a flicker. I was making a collage. I was making a painting. Oh wow! I was working on a what's that? That the one with in the park, but <laughs> <laughs> made of boogers. For a second, I thought you were serious. Like you were trying to draw something, like connect the no. dots. Like I was thinking, like what a if, child. What if like they look at it and then they go wait and they look at it from like a child's angle and it's like this huge mathematic equation <laughs> made of boogers? Like he's a genius. He's a flammy, <laughs> snotty genius. Yeah, like 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 Goodwill Hunting, but with boogers. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting, but yeah, with, with fucking mucus. Yeah, it's not <laughs> phlegm, man. <laughs> oh anyway, my God. dude, um, when I was a kid, I don't know if I do it anymore, but apparently I used to talk in my sleep. Really? Like when I was a kid, Matt and my roommate Matt talks in his sleep. I heard Does him do he? it. I've heard him do it. Oh my god! I don't like, know what he says. I mean, do you think he's like talking in his sleep or do you think he's doing the thing where like, <laughs> where, where you're like kind of waking up being like, we came home to this, by the way, that reminds me that we came home to this adorable scene the other night. <laughs> um, we came home and all the power was out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Chewy has another story he's going to share about that, but I'm going to give you the, I'm going to oh, give you God. the latter half okay, first. Yeah, There's yeah. a two separate stories. So we came inside the house. Yeah. And we see there's a light in the in the living room from the inside. We're like, oh, Matt must have lit, lit a candle. So we figured yeah. we'd find him maybe reading a book or, you know, doing well, something. It was also his, like two in the morning. Maybe watching a DVD or something. I don't know. I figured he would be doing something. Why the something. fuck were we out so late? Uh, we were talking to our friend David about um, Oh, we were. Stuff. Yeah, we were talking. About legal matters. Well, and all, <laughs> we're also talking about comics books. Yeah. So. Um, legal counsel. Yeah. So we were. Um, so we came inside and we see him on the couch. We're talking with, about Daredevil, we see, actually. <laughs> we see big old Matt, our big roommate, our tall roommate. He's got a gut on him and he's Australian. And he's laying on the couch. Legs the size of your he head, lays, they are. Yeah, they are. 
And he's covered in a little blanket with a candle lit because he's scared of the dark. And I was scared like, of the dark. And I was like, Matt, buddy, what's, why are you sleeping out here? And he just goes, <laughs> and we're like, what? Because <laughs> he's not saying yeah. words. Yeah, he's he's just like it, making noises. And again, he just goes, tries to do a little more clarity. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> like, I started putting two together. I'm like, are you sleeping in here because it's too hot in your room? And he goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, okay, buddy. And I was like, I'm going to turn, I'm, I'm going to blow out the candle though. Cause you can't fall asleep with the candle. Lit. It's not safe. He's like, mm-hmm. and I go, all right. <laughs> I blow the candle. I go, night, Matt. And he's like, <laughs> that's what the only thing that was <laughs> audible. Like audible. Um, but, but going back to this, um, so, um, let's see. She'd find rappers stuffed behind her bed. Yeah. <clears throat> at the end of her first year at university, the philosophy and world religion student had ballooned from a size 10 to a large size 16. She went up six really? whole sizes. Yes. Six sizes? And was constantly at war with her flatmates over food going missing. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> you can't read whose name's on it if you're, you're asleep. Well, she might read it in her sleep. Can you imagine that? No, if she I was just like, read it in oh, her sleep state and just be like, fuck no, it. Sleep no, me doesn't he, care. Here's how, I, here's how I think it goes. I think it's like this. Like, Chewie's like, oh, man, that chow mein was so good. I can't wait to have the rest of it for lunch tomorrow. And I look, I'm like, it does look pretty good. And then I fall asleep. And subconsciously, I'm like, I want that. And, and I that's just what I'm go saying. And like, I grab it. Like I feel like it's not a matter of but like she doesn't see it. Like she just knows where well, it here's is. The thing, though. And like, grabs it. She <laughs> she might be doing it with her eyes open and just be asleep with her eyes open like a freak. <laughs> like a freak. Yeah, dude. Oh man. Dude, um, if you fucking like walked into like my room and you just saw me with like my eyes wide open and then you realized I was sleeping, wouldn't that fucking scare you? It would you? scare me a little bit. It freaked me out when they did it in Lord of the Rings. Gandalf slept like that with his eyes open. Ever vigilant, ever watching. Um, my snore? She has now been diagnosed with nocturnal eating disorder, or NED. Oh. Uh, a rare side effect of ADHD medication that means her body craves subs- sustenance in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. Miss Archibald, now in her third year at University of Aberdeen, said, I had absolutely no idea why I was putting on weight. Oh, she sounds lovely. Well, she is. She's hot. Um, and I used to get in massive rows with my flatmates all about this well, food she calls that, them was, rows. that was going missing. I was adamant I hadn't eaten anything. I was, it was only when I woke up one morning surrounded by chocolate wrappers that I realized I must have been sleep eating. Uh. She looks cute, too. Um, speaking to student newspaper, The Tab, Miss Archibald said, I used to have to take Adderall for ADHD. One of the side effects is that... She's Australian, by the way. She's my oh, okay. In my brain. <laughs> is that it completely suppresses your appetite. <laughs> Apparently, I could do a really good female Australian, <laughs> but not a good male. That's I, true. When I was at boarding school, we had we had our tuck box at the bottom of our beds, and I would wake up in the... Uh, you know what I'm doing? I'm just doing a, a Rocco. I'm just doing Rocco. Yeah, that's true. I would wake up with the medica- when the ca- medication wore off and feel ravenous, so I'd eat as much food as I could. Ah, ravenous. But when I got older, I stopped needing the medication as often, and because I didn't have any food in my uni room, I didn't oh, think I was ta- waking up hungry anymore. When the penny finally dropped, oh, <laughs> that's like a, what a cute so phrase. I like how you're in love with the version of my voice. You're just closing your eyes and imagining she's here, aren't you? <laughs> when the penny finally dropped, I was I, I I was a sleep eater. I'd stayed round at a friend's house. In the morning, there was a completely empty selection box, and the <laughs> bed was filled box. with wrappers. During oh, yeah. a midnight feast, Mr. Archibald munches on thousands of calories worth of fatty snacks, including crisps, which is chips in America, yeah, chocolate bars, and nuts, despite hating the taste of them. <laughs> Wait, she hates chocolate? She hates the taste of maybe nuts, I guess. Oh, that's um, weird. She said, I'm a bit allergic to peanuts. They oh. make my face swell a bit, <laughs> so I always She's avoid them. She's eating dangerous food for herself. <laughs> She's, yeah. She's putting her own body at risk for the sake of food it needs to survive That's so metal um but there have been some mornings she's when i've woke- literally killing herself to live there have been some <laughs> she's mornings killing herself when i've, when I've woken up and my whole face had ballooned oh so i uh, so i must have eaten them in the night 
One of my housemates had been had been given a big bar of Galaxy by a boyfriend as a as a treat, but I managed to eat it and wake up the next morning with my face covered in chocolate. Hold on, I like that she says, "But I managed to eat it." Because that it. makes I did it me. Because <laughs> that makes it sound less like I did it. That, me. <laughs> that makes it sound like less of like. Oh, as it turns out, I ate it. It just sounds more like, <laughs> like I, I got, it. I got away with it. I did. Nobody's gonna call me on the carpet. Sleep eater, right here. Can't blame, <laughs> little wink. Can't blame me. Can't I've think. got a disease. I've got a disease. Little wink. Ding. <laughs> um, we laugh about it now, but I still have to regularly go to the shop to replace my flatmate's food. Aww. Oh, she's she's eating them out of house and home. Aww. The weirdest thing I've ever eaten in a night. Is what do you think it was? The weirdest thing she's eaten in the night. Okay, let this me ask is you what this, this and this is was it, the title of the article. This is how I knew she was your okay. future wife. Is it food? Yes. Oh no, it's food. It's food. like it's meant to be. It's eaten. food. It's food. <laughs> it's, is it's, the surprising factor the amount or what it was or how mostly, exotic it mostly was? Mostly the amount. I would say an entire pizza. No, not quite that big. Think Baxter from Anchorman. I'll give you one more shot. Oh, a giant burrito. No. She ate an entire wheel of oh, cheddar wheel of cheese. Ch- oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I love me some cheese. As well as as well as snack food. Gouda. Sleepwalking Miss Archibald has managed to m- munch her way through four portions of spaghetti bolognese in a night and even make toast. Oh my god, she made toast. She could have burned the house down. She said, it isn't really seen as an eating disorder. Apparently it's more of a parasomnia. That's right. Yeah. Basically, my body is conditioned to be hungry in the night and want food, even if I don't. Hungry in the night. That's the name of her fucking oh book. Oh, my God. Hungry in the night. The, the kid Archibald, Archibald story. story. Oh, my God. It's sleepwalking. Hungry in the night. It's sleepwalking rather than an actual eating disorder. I've started locking myself in my room with lots of healthy snacks, but I still managed to get out and raid the fridge. <laughs> she makes herself sound like the fucking she like, should werewolf. Cover, she should cover her floor in mousetraps. <laughs> She sounds like. But you know what she'd do? She'd know where they're all placed. She'd just carefully eat the cheese. Why did you put cheese on it? It was was for you. What what if a mouse got in? It's for the meese. me sleep snack. It's for the meeses. The the Mr. and Mrs. Meese that live in the walls. (laughs) The walls going scratch, scratch, scratch. Babies. They're hungry. They need to feed. So I need to murder them (laughs) so they won't have more babies. It's the only human oh, inbred. They were brother and sister. It's wrong. It's against the Lord. Oh it is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she just fashions this whole, this whole like thing about like this the the fucking f- family structure of the rodents. You know, there's other ways you can kill mother cheese, but then how do I get cheese? <laughs> but then where am I? That's going my to number che- one. I ate a whole wheel of it. Where am I going to get cheese? My flatmates won't buy it no more. They won't. <laughs> They say I ate I it put all it in, I did. I put it in my bed with a big bowl of spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> spaghetti bolognese. She ate four portions of oh it. Oh, my God. And some toast. It's so good. Um, Let's see. Uh, my flatmates think I'm mad, but I'm always apologetic, so they don't mind too much. Nobody has called me Freddy Cruncher yet. Oh, uh-huh. now they are. Freddy Cruncher. Now they are. Uh, or making reference to the nightmare on... What? 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 I- Maybe I'm confused. Is this a different title in, in the UK? It could be. Or Nightmare on El Me- uh, El- Elmlea Street. Elmlea? Is her name na- seems Archibald. Where is she getting Leah? Because she's a girl? I don't know. I don't know. I try and, com- I try and combat Maybe all the food Maybe she lives on Elmlea Street. I try and combat all the food I eat by going to the gym as much as possible. Flatmates Ellie Harding and Ashley Black have tried to, tried to convince uh, Miss Archibald not to eat their food. <laughs> Listen, we know you're hungry in the night, but, but so they reckon, I'm not in control. I'm not. But they reckon they are fighting. Uh, oh, El- Ellie. Ellie is the name of her roommate. Maybe that's where they're getting it from. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Oh, and her last other friend's name is Ashley, but spelled L-E-A-L-E-I-G-H. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm spending way too long trying to figure yeah. out that joke. Um, uh, I think it's like she's, flat- like, oh. she's like their nightmare because getcha. she eats all their food. Got it. Flatmates Ellie Harding and Ashley Black have tried and convinced Miss Archibald to not eat their food, but reckon they are fighting a losing battle. Miss Archibald said, if there's anything we don't want her to eat, we have to tell her. <laughs> she's not sure what country she's from. <laughs> I'm going to pretend she's from America. We just have to hope that her subconscious is listening and that she doesn't eat our good food. 
The funny thing is that when she's that she's forever going to the Tesco in the morning to replace what she's ate of ours. The ultimate fear is that she'll cook something during one of her episodes, and we don't want her burning the flat down. <laughs> my boyfriend's dick in here. Oh my god, Miss Archibald, who reckons I'm Jenny. She- <laughs> oh my god, Miss Archibald. That's her middle name, Miss Archibald, who reckons she sleep eats about three nights a week. Added, I've never actually been caught in the act, but most nights I sleep naked, so that's probably a blessing. Oh. Chewy, there's yeah. a woman out there. Yeah. Presumably in our version, an Australian okay. woman okay. who eats in her sleep yeah. naked. Yeah. Get, get, grab a ring and get on the next flight. Oh my God. Because this gonna, is your girl. You know what? I may propose to her over Twitter <laughs> somehow. I'm going to find out what her Twitter is and <laughs> put a little picture out there and be like, here's a little ring of cheese for you. You know, it's funny we mentioned weddings. I have one other story if you'd like to hear. Really? A wedding. We mentioned this on the show. And I have some we, bad news. Love doesn't always last in the end, Chewy. Okay. Well, before we talk about that, yes. So I uh, apparently I used to like talk in my sleep. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's get back to that. When well, you used to talk in your sleep, I just I don't know if I still do. I mean, you've slept in the same room as me before, like when we've gone. No, I just like, heard your snores. I need I need to still record them, but the only way I can describe it is like, yeah, like like you're biting something. <laughs> I have delicious streams. Apparently you do. Uh, I share something in common with uh, Katie uh, Archibald there. Apparently you do. Um, but I remember one time my mom, like, she just said something about it. And I was like, I don't know, 10 or something like that or like 12. I don't know. But she, like, mentioned, she's like, oh, yeah, you like talking in your sleep or something like that. And I was like, okay, what do I say? And I was probably like 10. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a little bit younger. It's like, what do I say? And she's like, oh, you just talk. And I'm like, okay, like, what do I say? And then, do you remember that song? I think, uh, was it the fucking Pretenders? Probably. I know the secrets that you keep when you're talking in your sleep. That song? Uh-huh. She would just start singing that song. And I was like, what do I say? And then she would just smile and start singing that song. <laughs> and I was like... Answering, not answering, like, like skirting the issue. Skirting, skirting the, the issue and just being like, I know all your no secrets. secrets. And I was just like, great, this is really unnerving. It's like, I don't know what I'm saying. Apparently, you know what I'm saying. And it's my fucking secrets. <laughs> and you won't tell me what secrets I'm divulging while I'm sleeping. Do you talk in your sleep? Not that I've ever known. Has anyone ever told you that you're talking to sleep? No, the only person that ever said I didn't. Well, I don't know if there's anything weird I've done in my sleep. Apparently, maybe I might have, but I don't remember doing it. And I remember what the story is well enough. But I know my I know my dad's story about talking to sleep. I told that on the show <laughs> yeah. before. My dad so my dad good. talked in sleep before. Um, but I, yeah, I've heard Matt say full on sentences in his sleep, like full sentence. Yeah, but, but I can't, but I can't I can't pick out what it is. See, what's interesting is I feel like I haven't been like woken up. Or, like, had someone, like, talking to me, like, while I'm drifting in and out of sleep, and I'm trying to, like, talk to them, but it comes out, like, inaudible. You know what I mean? I feel like if I try to talk to someone, they hear what I'm intending to say. Okay. Unless I'm trying to convince them that I'm asleep. You know, if I'm, like, tricking them, like, oh, no, he's asleep. Oh, no, asleep. You know, doing, like, stupid shit like that. Yeah. But that's why it's, like, weird. I don't know. People are weird, but um, strange young men. Speaking of strange young young men, young yes. things. Um, when we did come home that night, yes. Oh, <laughs> I gotta talk about. Go it. ahead. <laughs> so we're so we're walking from the car to uh, to our house, and it's like where we live. Even like when the power's on, like all the streets are it's very very dimly lit, which is good when you're sleeping. It's great. Oh, it's, it's so dark. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. Couldn't even see the murder ghost exactly. hovering over your bed. <laughs> you can never see it. Um, so it's pretty rad. But like we're walking back, and then Ian's like, you know, when I used to live with my family, like where we used to live, they used to do this all the time. Like they'd have like planned outages, and like you know, all the lights would be off, and like whenever we'd come home and the power was out, you said it was your dad would. Say it to your mom, right? Yes. So what my dad, my dad and I joked one time because we came out, we came home, and like all the lights were off because the power's off in area, but there was like this like like fog. And my dad and I joke like this is when the one time a year when they let the creature out to feed. Like what? Yeah, they turn the lights off because it hates light. So they say if 
you know, if you're smart, you'll light candles in your house and it'll stay away. But if you don't, and you're like, oh, right, extra darkness, I can sleep. The creature will get you. We started telling my mom this. My mom's like the biggest scaredy cat yeah. in the world. She's like, no, no. We're like, we made this up. It's fucking bullshit. And she knows it. Yeah. She's like, stop telling me that. We'd like, we'd be like, because I remember like we were at Disneyland one night and that's when it first happened. Yeah. And we came home, and we made up that story. We're like, mom, did the creature come? She's like, what's that? We told her that whole story. She's like, stop <laughs> talking about it. This is stupid. That's scary. And so every time I go to a neighborhood where there's a power outage, I'm like, hmm. Looks like the creature's out to The feed. creature's out. The creature. Not even like a thing, just the creature. Yeah. Like, oh, the creature in Black Goon? No. The, the creature. creature. <laughs> That's it. That's the only fucking name you can use, dude. So, we get That's home that fucking night. fucking goosebumps. We get home right that there. night, and it's dark, and I'm, I, I get out of the car, and I make the joke about the creature. I go, too, it looks like the creature's out. And I'm on high alert, because it's dark. Like, normally, if I could see a coyote, and we live ne- next to an area where there could be possibly coyotes, or yeah. like a wild animal of some sort. So, I'm on my guard. You I'm know. walking I'm, directly I'm already, next to you. Yes, directly next to me. Like within one foot of you. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm walking and he's like, you know, when this would happen where I used to live, we used to tell my mom that this is when the creature comes out. Like he started doing his spooky voice and I just turned to him to go like this. I just turned to him to say, this creature like that. Yeah, but you did it faster. Yeah, he, well, yeah. like, he whipped around at me real well, fast. I'm walking facing forward. And then, like, I wanted to, like, just turn to you. Real fast. You did. And you scared me. I was already, remember, on guard for animals. (laughs) And then I just go, ah. And I, but the sound. Not only do I go. It wasn't a guard. It was a, oh. It was like Don Knotts. (laughs) It's like, oh, you're scaring me. You literally went, oh. (laughs) He grabbed you. also grabbed my chest. He grabs his chest. And reached my arm out for somebody who wasn't there. (laughs) The best part was you reached your arm out to me, the thing that was attacking you to keep you away. No, but it wasn't like, no. It was like. Oh, fire department. It was like a washer's out. The best part is I I accidentally. I'm scared. I accidentally scared you. And. I, I didn't the way like when you put your hand out and then you like <laughs> you put your hand out and you went like this and then you like held like, like my an arm old man having a heart attack in the <laughs> movie you held your arm you held my arm with your hand so basically the what happened was I scared you and in response to your terror you sought out safety in the thing that was scary. Maybe I was trying to protect you from the thing that was scary, <laughs> was which me. was you. <laughs> trying to protect Possessed you by this, this, this ghoulish spirit of the creature. Oh, God. And so I was like, oh, my God, you scared the shit out of me. He's like, oh, oh, my God. And I was like, I, I, was I, like, I didn't do anything. I'm, I'm just, sorry. I didn't sorry. mean to. I just I didn't. didn't. Mean to. And he just started walking in. He's like, I just did no, that. No, because no, here's, what, here's what happened. We were, we're like, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're like, no, it's okay. It's just you scared me. I was like, okay, cool. And we we're walking. He's like, Jesus, that scared me. I'm like, yeah, dude, sorry. I wasn't trying to scare you. And he's like, it just it came out of nowhere sudden. I was like, uh, you're, you're he. I think you said like, oh, it came out of nowhere. And I was like, well, I was standing right next to you, and then I just went like this, and you did it again. <laughs> I still jumped a little. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect you to do it again. Uh, it's like saying, I'm sorry. Essentially, what you did is, hey, Bart, hey, Bart, you want to check my new chainsaw hockey mask? That's essentially what you did. You're oh like, oh, you want to cut, yeah, you want to cut the brownies with his machete? No, then, yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what you did. Hey, Bart, you want to cut the brownie with a oh, new kitchen knife? Jesus. <laughs> Come on, you got to cut them while they're still warm. Essentially, yeah, you frightened uh, me. It was, it was pretty good, though, because it was unintentional. It that absolutely was. It didn't. It didn't. It wasn't on purpose. On purpose. Uh, speaking yeah, of things that weren't on purpose, uh, we're going back to the story. But it oh. also involves things that scare. It was you. wedding. So there was a wedding that was planned a few months. We talked about about with a with a very well known figure in pop you culture. You could have died, dude. <laughs> you could have had a heart attack and died. I wasn't that but, scared. Well, but given our, you didn't scare me any more than anything at any Halloween thing does. Given our diets, though. That That's the been... same reaction I got when I went to Halloween Horror Nights and that lady was standing in my path. You got the same reaction she did. Which lady? Remember that? I was just like not paying attention. I'd look and there's a person like right in front of me just oh, standing in lady? my path. Yeah. I was going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you do that. Now I understand. I think that's why, because when I'm in mazes, and yeah. I remember I'm scared in those mazes, I always have a hoodie on, and I always oh, just play with that's it. That's what it is. Because it's just my heart's right there. <laughs> I got to protect it. It's fragile. 
Because I'm all the fat and because oh no one loves me. We're um, going to die from, we're going to be those guys that die when we get like a scare. That That's that's what fright. scares me. That's killed, what scares me. Killed, killed by, by a fright. <laughs> killed by a fright. <laughs> Frightened to death. Literally. <laughs> no more. He oh breathes no more. Um. So, but speaking of, of till death. Do we part? There was a marriage that we announced in the show between a very important pop culture murderer. Oh, uh, Chuck. Chucky Mason. killer Charlie Manson's supposed budding romance with a, a woman 53 years his junior has been allegedly exposed as a money-making scheme. Oh, what a, what a jerk. Lady. Now, all the reasons. Okay, I want you to guess okay. her name. So this lady, why yeah. would she want to make money off of Charlie? How could she do that? Uh, by obtaining the his his uh, movie rights to be able to say like okay if you want to make a movie about Charlie Manson logical making I money off, off his legacy right of that or his murderbilia you're not too far off believe okay. it or not it's funny because this isn't it's not you're not too far off she does want to make money off of him through that way through a legacy yeah. according to journalist Daniel Simone a 27 year old uh, Afton Elaine Burton now known as Star. Was hoping Are you ready for this She would gain possession of Manson's corpse Through marriage So she and a couple of friends Could put it on display in a glass case in Uh, LA That's a bummer (laughs) You want to see it no, just like that's you want to bu- see Charlie's like 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 Lennon entombed. Like you want to see <laughs> no. his corpse? No, put a knife in his hand, like a, <laughs> a fucking, knife in his hand. Put a chainsaw. I always there. joke with my dad. I'm like, Dad, when you die, I'm when he's like, oh, like I don't want. I just want to be cremated. I'm like, screw that. I'm gonna stuff and mount you. Kids, go play on grandpa. I'm gonna stuff and mount him like a play on grandpa. Like like a bear. Like like I'm not gonna stuff him just like like sitting in a chair like a dog like sleeping. No, like a bear. Like like in an action pose. Dad, Grandpa's finger broke off again. Get the glue. <laughs> Get the glue. Which kind? Wood or cement? Skin. <laughs> skin glue. Get the skin Get glue. Get the skin glue. <laughs> Grandpa needs his skin glue. Um, they apparently thought the Lennon's Tomb-esque attraction would, uh, would draw a huge number of visitors and make them a lot of money, which they're probably right. I'd, would you, If they did that with Charlie Manson, would you go see it? I probably would. Have to, um, right? Look, like, I mean, it kind of bums me out because I'm like, yeah, you know, sometimes people do some fucked up shit, but then it's like, oh, I'm gonna put their corpse on display. You know, it's just like, yeah, come on, dude, just fucking <laughs> put it in the ground or burn it. You know, or whatever. There's a line in here is great. Um, but Manson, eighty, apparently got wind of the plan and now no longer wants to marry Burton. Oh. He finally realized that he's been played for a fool, Simone told the Oh, please tell me he issued a statement about it. The tourist attraction was also something of a non-starter because Manson believes he is immortal. Oh, Oh my God. Um, (laughs) Dear sweet Christ. Wait, believes? He feels he will never die, Simone added. Therefore, he feels it's a stupid idea to begin with. (laughs) Oh, man. Charlie's losing even worse. He's the king. He does roll the nickels. (laughs) Big old box wine. <laughs> I'm a hobo on a box car and a jug of wine. <laughs> what? <laughs> Manson and Burton's marriage license. By the way, do you think I made a job? Like, what if I just made my wallpaper Charlie Manson? Oh my god, don't do that. I won't. But what if I did? Don't do that because How long do you think they'd be able to like, hey Ian, that's offending? Because here's the thing. This. Here's why you shouldn't do it. One, it could be offensive. Two, if ever I get another job where I have my own computer. I think I'm gonna try that. You should do Anton Levey. I bet you know who Anton Levey. Yeah, or John Wayne Gacy Jr. No, people would know who that is. Do Anton Levey. It's so Anton obscure LeVay. enough that only like people who are like metalheads would do. It. They'd be like, I right have on. a picture exists of me kneeling before a wax sculpture of right. Anton, Anton Levey. That's true. Um, That's probably not gonna go mm-hmm. well for me in the afterlife. Manson, Just saying. Manson and Burton's marriage license, Saint <laughs> Peter, expired on Thursday. Though Burton apparently remains hopeful that it will be renewed. Perhaps Manson had the last laugh, though. Simone claims he was always cagey about marriage and might have been stringing Burton and her friends along with the prospect of a wedding as they continued to bring him toiletries and other items. So, yeah, he's, he's masking his broken heart with the fact that he's like, I just did it because I want to fuck with him. Con- I, I roll the nickels. <laughs> I was in control the whole time. The whole time. I knew exactly what, was, what they just, were doing to me. Just like a ventriloquist behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I'm the king, baby. I'm a king. I roll nickels. I roll nickels. I got him bring me a boxcar and a jug of wine. 
<laughs> a boxcar full of jugs of wine. Look at me standing here, old boxcar Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nickel Charlie roller. Oh man, king of the, king of the fools, Roman nickels. Do you think his boxcar name is Nickel Roller? Do you think his favorite band is Boxcar Racer? <laughs> boxcar Racer. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's probably the Beach Boys. Did yeah. you know he auditioned for the Monkees? Really? Yeah. That's weird. He didn't make it. Do you think was that? Let me see. If do you think that was pre crazy? Oh, it was definitely pre crazy. The reason he went to the Sharon Tate house. Do you know why? Because. He didn't like Roman Polanski? Um, no. Roman Polanski was not who was supposed to be. Well, he's not who he was going for. Oh. He was going for a record producer that used to live at that house that oh. declined him a record contract. Oh. Um, but he didn't live there anymore. And so, he, well, he actually, he didn't even go and murder yeah. him. He sent the he other people to so the they people. didn't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I believe he auditioned for the My movies. people will kill your people in the morning. <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently, according to Mickey Dolenz, he says he debunks that myth. Apparently, it's not true. What? That's weird. The same article, the article I just looked up, yeah. has the same first picture as the other article. I just oh looked God. at the same photo. What, what, what myth? The monkeys uh, myth? The monkey thing, yeah. Oh. Mickey Dolan's the, the, drum, the drummer for oh. the monkeys. I did that in quotes. But they eventually learned how to play their instruments. Yeah. It's not true! <laughs> they were never about the music. They were about, about rebellion. rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but like that bums me out. I don't know. Why? Because... Like you said, what if we could see Char- Charles Manson's dead corpse body? on display? Is there any other corpse? What if there was like, okay, what if Hitler's corpse was on display? Yeah. Like what if somebody smuggled his corpse? Or what if not even that? What if they're like, we found Hitler's skeleton yeah. and we're 100% sure it's Hitler. Yeah. And they put a little wig and a mustache on it. <laughs> and they dress him up in, in costume, but it's just bones yeah. underneath. And would you go see it? Would you go, Okay, let's just say they found Hitler's skull. Would you go see Hitler's skull in a museum? Where purposely to see it? Hitler's skull. I don't know. Let's say it's in... Well, they probably don't want it in Germany. Let's say it's making a tour. Let's say it's okay. making a tour okay. around the country, and it's in L.A. They're having the Hitler's Bones exhibit. How much does it cost, and do the proceeds go to benefit the victims of his war crimes? Sure. Then yes. What if there was free? Probably. <laughs> what if it was $10 and it went to the museum? Mm, okay. Museums are, are generally well, I mean, a good thing. Yeah. It's a muse- the museum but of then the Reich. You, but then that <laughs> the museum of tolerance. What if it's the mu- Holy shit, that would be sacrilegious. Or, or, or I don't know. It's not really re- tolerance. Is tolerance a religion? No. Have you ever well, been in the museum of tolerance? By the way, no. I'm, I, no, I we haven't. should go one time and go on like a really like like go there like you're really excited about it, and then just watch your hope drain from your eyes. I yeah. went there. So I'll, let me tell you about my trip to the Museum yeah. of Tolerance. I went there when I was in seventh grade. I've never grade. been, dude. I, I mean, I've it is not a fun field trip. No? I listened to System of a Down on the Way Home, and I was like, these guys know what they're talking about. The yeah. world is a fucked place. Oh, God. I listened to Toxicity on the Way, on the way Home. That's a good fucking album, it dude. I don't care. Look, I went through my phase in like music where like after high school, I was like, all that shit sucked. All that shit that came out like then that was like not like from 1980 something and before uh-huh. like you know all that fucking sucks and like you know whatever. And then like recently through like friends of ours, including Efren, yeah, like I've been like, no, you know what? Like there's value in some of that. Even some like the bands like I don't give a shit, dude. I'm gonna fucking say it. Like Corn has some good albums. <laughs> <laughs> they have some fucking good albums. Not all of them. Not a lot of them. But like, <coughs> like so, follow follow the leader. That was a good album. All right. I dig issues. That was a cool album. You know. But like, I'll still listen to Hybrid Theory every so often. Hybrid Theory. I see like Nick Park. I listen. <laughs> Did you ever tell that story? I will. I'll oh, tell God. it after I talk about. I'll talk about my trip to the museum of tolerance. Okay, it was around okay. the same time. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh God, this will be perfect. Um, so uh, <laughs> go hand in hand. This was both in eighth grade. So we were reading the diary of Anne Frank. Actually, we were reading a, a play version of it. We were reading the actual one because I cut all the "I touched my pussy and became a woman" stuff. Did you know that's in the Anne Frank's diary? Really? Yeah, she talks about her hairy vagine. Really? It's got hair on it and she's becoming a woman and she gets her period. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. Well, like I mean, that. It, it makes sense. It's not it's just her, about, we gotta be quiet yeah, yeah. for no, the no, Nazis. No, That's it, the background it, it shit. Makes, it makes sense. She talks about it's how she has a crush fucking... on Peter, Peter, the guy she's ha- she stuck up in there with, who's like her, like, her, like the other family's like son. Oh my God. See, it makes perfect sense, but I never thought of it. Yeah. 
Of course that would fucking be in there. It's her fuck. It's a teenage girl's diary. Yeah. Of course that shit's going to be there. Yeah. Why have I not put this yeah, together? I could out. not be Batman <laughs> because my detecting skills are poor. Fucking suck. So, um, but she, but, but so we went there because we're talking about the Holocaust and of oh course in Germany and all that. So we went there and there's two things I remember. Did she ever like try to touch it? Like, oh yeah. But like while the shit was going down, like, you like mean while it, like Nazism and like they're hiding in the attic? Yeah, and shit like yes, that? that's the whole. Most of the diary takes place in that attic. Oh my god! How yeah. do you do that? How many people were in that attic? Well, I mean, you just try to find a quiet time and you just. Oh my god! DJ Diddle. I don't know how you would fucking do that. <laughs> um, like, okay, that's so, truly a brave soul. It's true. Um, so, um, holy shit, dude! We go to the Museum of Tolerance. And Frank's hot. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> What? I can't say that she's hot just because she's <laughs> why because she dead? died in a concentration camp of starvation. I'm sure lots of people have been hot that are dead oh now. Oh my god, all Marilyn right. Monroe. Uh, oh, all right, now you're gonna get so much hate mail. Um, no, we're not. No I'm just saying. <laughs> Elvis was hot. And then he got. But fat Elvis didn't. Neither died. Elvis nor Marilyn Monroe died in a concentration camp. I am trying to say that she was a beautiful soul. You know what you're trying to say is all deaths are equal. It doesn't matter how you die. No, I'm just saying, like, you could be hot and then die. Oh, my God. All right. Look at me. I'm going to die. So I was at the Museum of Tolerance. I'm hot. I'm going to be tolerant of your answer. All right. But (laughs) but I was at the Museum of Tolerance. And I, I remember two things specifically, two experiences from the Museum of Tolerance. One was... You open this door. There's this, there's this room you walk into. It has all these TVs displays, and it was like oh, I don't know some weird like '90s s thing. But it said like we have two doors for you to choose from, and it's behind you. Two doors light up with the words yes and no. Okay. Um, like and, and the no was green. I remember and the yes was red. Yeah. And like if you don't think you have any racial prejudices or any prejudices, go ahead and walk through the no door. But if you think you have one, if you think you have any, you're gonna have to go through the yes door. And so, of course, naturally, everybody goes through the no door. And the second you touch that no door, it goes wrong. Everybody, everybody has yes. prejudices, and the yes door is open. And then you just and watch. Then, the, you just watch the movie. No, they walked you in and they showed you this whole hall that's about. They had this one thing at the time. It was like this is a computer game that some people made that was racist yeah. against Muslims because you could like launch planes at the twin towers. Yeah, and they're like, this is fucked up. Right? Wait, you were in the eighth grade. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. You were in eighth grade. It was when like that brand. Happened. That was that was when nine eleven. Yeah, I was. New. I was in. Yeah, because I was a year older than you. I was. Fun fact about that day. Yeah. Can I share you? Can I share with you my story about nine yes, eleven? Let me finish this. Okay, cool. so let me tell you the two things here. So I walk through that hall. This is the funny part of the story. So I walk through that hallway, and I get in there. I get in. Uh, I get in the hallway, and I go. Wait a minute. I look over to my right, and there's another door. And I and it's locked. And I go back out to the room, and I realize the door that said no, yeah, still led to the same hallway. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't fucking matter. There was no way. I was like, can no get me out of the museum of tolerance? Because this fucking is sad. I don't yeah. want to be here. At the very end of it, they go, they go, okay. The, what what we're looking at now, we're going to go into now, is a model of the gas chambers. They take you into a model of the gas chamber. Shit. And so they marched us in there. Because there's two things, two halls you can go to when you arrive in a concentration camp. One was to go to if you're an able-bodied worker, you yeah. go here and you work. But if you were sick or old or um, too young, like a little, sometimes even little kids, yeah. you would go the other route. And the other route led into the gas chambers. Wow! And they put me in a gas chamber, a fake yeah. gas chamber. They made us sit down and they showed us like like footage of like Nazi test experiments where yeah. they're like throwing Jews out of airplanes or that. Oh fuck, really? Yeah, and then Why? At the very, and then at the very end they pump fog oh. into there. It fuck the, the museum of tolerance is designed to scare you straight. Shit, be like dude. don't be racist. Stop and don't make being Holocaust stupid. jokes. And then they're like, I know there was another exhibit on another level. I think they actually had Anne Frank's diary at one point there. Hold on, wait a minute. Like her actual one. Wait a minute. So you said experiments where they're throwing like Jewish people out of airplanes. Yeah. Like what was the experiment to Let- see how to see how how a human body would react? Just to see what happens. They have tests that they chew. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. They have tests in Europe that they still. From my understanding, yeah. I may be wrong. So, if our European listeners, we have any, let me know if this is true. But as far as I know, they had tests that they did on the Nazis. Did yeah. medical tests they yeah. still use today? Like for example, how many times can you hit a person in the head with a baseball bat before they go unconscious? Fuck. How many times before there's actual brain damage before the skull cracks? Shit, dude. They're f- it's fucked up. That's some fucking Hydra shit. That's shit. why they played Hydra. So like, oh, 
We're yeah. not really not. We don't even like the Nazis. They're yeah. bad. Hail Hydra. Yeah. Like, you know, they didn't. Octopus. They didn't, they didn't really play it. Yeah, let's hail this. Hail the. Hail, hail, hail the Octoskull. Hail the great Skulltopus. Skulltopus. Who's coming from the heavens to oh save us all. God. Um, so, yeah. It, but, but it fucking was astounding. Like, <laughs> crazy. Um,. So yeah, that's. I remember when nine eleven happened. I, I feel was still, like I don't want to go still to the school. Museum of Tolerance, dude. You, you should. Everybody should go once. <laughs> I'm gonna look up the website right <laughs> oh now while God, you're talking. No. I'm gonna see if it's. Um, no, dude. Still when I was, I remember when I was fucking. So I got to school, right, and it was. Can you imagine shit. having to go eat lunch after that shit? Well, eat like, a fucking packed peanut butter sandwich. Well, like fucking. So I got up, like, my routine was I would, like, get up in the morning and just, like, get ready. Oh, my and God. I'd walk they over have to a, school. They have an Anne Frank exhibit, and, and it looks like, bar, uh, uh, hold on. Oh, that's, that's kind of, it is kind of awesome. They have, I think they have her diary on display. Shit, dude. Um, let's see. Visit. X exhibits. I'm going to keep, keep talking. I'm going to see. I'll, exhibit? I'll, I'll, I'll interrupt you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yo, <God>. dog. <laughs> Yo, dog, I heard you like being racist. Holocaust, Maybe don't be a dick. Holocaust Center, or section, Tolerance Center, and, and Finding Our Families, Finding Ourselves. What's the Holocaust section? I think that's... Yes! Oh, my God. This is exactly what it looked like. See that? And you would walk oh, through. Fuck. No matter what hall you picked, you'd go inside. Shit, dude. Hold on. Let me see if they have more photos of what the... Yes! Here's what it looked like on the inside. Oh, my God. The Hall of Testimony. Oh, my God. Look at this shit. So it's a little poor. It's a little poor quality, but I remember they put pumped gas into the time. They might have stopped doing that. So, like, what else do they do there? Do they just have people like people sharing stories of when people were racist to them? Uh, or like, see. was it like outdoor cafe scene? Uh, a Hitler letter. They have a Hitler letter. <laughs> a four-page letter signed by Adolf Hitler, dated September 16, 1919, six years before the publication of Mein Kampf, describes the hatred of Jews, outlining his plans, which call for the uncompromising removal of the Jews altogether. Who would fucking keep a letter like they also have artifacts from Auschwitz too? Ugh, oh my god. god. Oh yeah, and they also did the passport printout area. That's right. You're like a child. Yeah. Like you basically print out a passport yeah. and say, This is me, I'm a Jewish child. And at the very end you get to see if your child, who you are, made it through the Holocaust oh, or did it. And these that's, are real people. That's fucking like, like I said, dude. Scare you fucking straight. Like that is the purpose of this. Hold on, let me see this. Is this the I think this is the thing I was talking about with the racist thing. You know, with the like, yeah, everybody's racist. Hold on. Where they made you watch the movie Crash? The Point of View Diner, a recreation of a 1950s diner, red booths and all, that serves a menu of controversial topics on video jukeboxes. It uses the latest cutting-edge technology, probably not anymore, to relay the overall message of personal responsibility. Scenarios focus on bullying, drunk driving, and hate speech. Oh, this interactive exhibit allows visitors to input their opinions on what they have seen and a question uh, and and question relevant characters. Uh, the results are instantly tabulated. The Millennium Machine. And you got to write a, six, a dramatic sixteen-screen video wall detailing the struggle for civil rights in our time. Oh, that's the one about Botswana and Rwanda. Yeah, I remember all this shit. Globalhate.com. Based on ongoing uh, research and investigating yeah. the internet, Globalhate.com is equipped with touchscreen computer terminals that unmask the dangerous proliferation of hate on the internet yeah. and introduce questions for critical thinking in a media-saturated society. I remember all this shit. Dude, that's fucked up. Man. All I want to do is see the Anne Frank, the Anne Frank stuff. I don't want to do all the other stuff. Yeah. Anne sounds interesting. I don't think we, so, did, we only did those two. We didn't get to do any like the let's remember Anne Frank. No, none of that shit. Yeah, it was just like suffer. Oh my <laughs> God, that was awful. So, fucking like my routine was basically just like get up, get ready. Like I didn't even have the TV on or anything like that, and like go to school and just like walk to school. And like basically during that time is like when all this stuff happened, and like I was walking up to my locker. I remember my friend at the time came up to me. He was like, dude, did you hear what happened? And I was like, uh, no, what happened? And he's like, dude, they like they bombed the world like the World Trade Center. And I was like, yeah, right. Whatever. Like, come on, stop fucking with me. Like it was just like that. He's like, no, seriously. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck you, you're lying. I gotta get to class. <laughs> so we went I went to my first class. My first class was like English or something like that. And this is like, I don't know, like 7.30 in the morning or, or 8, whenever school starts, you know. English class, 
normal. Everything's just like no one's talking, no one's mentioning it. The teacher's like, oh, okay, today's lessons, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I get to second period. It's like closer to like nine in the morning, you know, like 10. So this shit's already gone down for sure. Like it was going down like then or whatever. And I walk in and like the the teacher, like she looked kind of like worried and she had like a TV in class or whatever. And then they were showing it. Right. And I was like, holy shit. Like they fucking like they really did do it or whatever. And like. Oh, I, I forgot. This is the whole point why I fucking brought it up. Because when I was walking to history class, I was just kind of like walking. And I was like kind of like by myself. And some person like comes up to me. Like some dude just comes up to me. He's like, we're going to bomb the shit out of your country. And like walks away. <laughs> All right, he, that's a little funny. Because he, you're like, I'm what? And he walks away like really fast. And I was just like, what? And I, I, I like I thought for a second. I was like, fuck that kid. Like, like my, my first reaction was like. I'm confused. Like, what did Guatemala do? Well, no. My first thought was, who's we? And like, they're bombing the U.S. Yeah. And then I, and then I was like, you mean Guatemala? What happened? What happened in Guatemala? I, I was really confused. And then I saw like what happened, like in class and shit. It was like, and then it wasn't until later where I was like, hey, wait a minute. Like I thought it was Middle Eastern or something like that, and he just, and then I was like, oh, you fight, and I was like, oh wait, he tried to threaten a Middle Eastern person. That kind of sucks. Yeah, fuck that guy. But whatever. In any case, that that was that was my nine eleven story. Good Lord, but you were that? talking about like the museum of tolerance and stuff like that. Yeah. So I wasn't even bringing this up, but just because it's there, I mean, I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time on it, just because it kind of bums me out. Okay, but, let's end uh, on a bummer this week. <laughs> um. Someone in Austin is putting up um, exclusively for white people stickers. Fuck like, that at guy least six or girl <laughs> for doing that. At least six Fuck people them. or at least six businesses in Austin, Texas have been plastered with stickers reading exclusively for white people, drawing uh, condemnation from the state's residents, lawmakers, and NAACP representatives. Um so basically, it just like there's these stickers going on here where they were just putting it on there. And it says like exclusively for white people, maximum of five colored customers except back of house um, staff accepted or something like that. So, yeah, they're just going around like being dicks. So like it's still happening. Fucking America, like right? So don't be fucking dicks to each other and just be like legit. You know, you know who's not dicks to each other? I just found this article. Who? What country do you think is nice to everyone? Denmark. Okay. Try again. Sweden. And not closer to home. Canada. 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 Meet a Muslim family. Aims to dispel fears of the religion. Oh, okay. A Muslim organization has launched a cross-Canada outreach campaign called Meet a Muslim Family in order to help dispel myths about the religion. Meet a Muslim Family. eh? The campaign was was launched by, uh, I'm going to butcher this, I'm sorry, uh, Ahmadiyya Muslim Community at mosques across Canada yesterday, including the Batur Rahman Mosque in Delta, B.C. Iman Bilal, uh, I'm going to pronounce this, Kakor. Okay. It's spelled K H O K H O R. Okay. Kakor. Okay. <laughs> oh, awful. Uh, said they don't want their religion to be misunderstood in light of recent violent attacks by extremists in the name of Islam. I'm going to do a Canadian voice, even though I know he's Muslim. Can- Canadians have a fear of Muslims. They don't know them. They don't. They don't know their culture, their religion. And we want to showcase that. In fact, we are Canadian, and just like any other Canadians, said Kolkar. I drink maple syrup in the morning. I drink it. <laughs> I drink it nice Pure. and hot. <laughs> B- scalding hot. My Sc- mouth. My can't taste anything for the rest of the day. Uh, people can re- register online at meetamuslimfamily.com to meet people living near them and ask questions. Ahmad Masood and his family is willing to meet people from the Vancouver area and answer questions. We really, is this only a Canada yep. thing or can we do that here? I don't know. We could check the website and okay. find out. We feel that it's important to go out and tell people how we appreciate all the Canadian values of peace, family, and multiculturalism, said Masood. The campaign is scheduled to run for two weeks. Oh, shit. Because I, I want to do that, but then I want to be like, hey... For real though, like, where can I get like a legit shawarma? 
Like for reals I, though. For reals. Can I though? marry your daughter? She's pretty. For reals though, like your daughter has eyes that look into my soul. Can we do that forever? She's gorgeous. Can we do that forever? Can you introduce her to me? <laughs> so yeah, uh, MinaMuslimFamily.com. If you're in Canada and you're listening to us, go become multicultural. Because remember, the world is full of all sorts of things. You know, there's there's few things that bring us joy. Whether you're sleep eating in the night, whether your fiance turns out that she wants to put your bones on display, maybe your best friend accidentally scares you while you're walking home, <laughs> or... Perhaps you're a sleepy man who can't say words, or perhaps you made a visit to the Museum of Tolerance and cried your eyes out. Learned a thing or two. We need to remember that we're all here together, and even through those hard times, we're all here to support each other and meet each other and know that no matter where we come from or where we're going, we're all doing it together, because that's really what it's all about. I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. All praise be unto the Dark Lord Kramdar. Save us, Jesus Christ, from our horrible, horrible racist sins. <laughs> Don't forget to keep that face before someone puts it on display after you die. Yeah, be careful of that. People want to make money off your corpse. Bye! Adieu. This is stuff. This is stuff. This is stuff. And This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.